Benny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening, good evening. It's Sunday. It's just gone nine o'clock and that can mean only one thing. It's Sunday and it's just gone nine o'clock. Yes. Oh, it means something else as well. You are now listening to me. My name is Vinnie White and I bring you a newsy meatloaf encrusted in opinion, served up with thorough research and more than just a pinch of slapdashery from the haberdashery. Any excuse to use the word haberdashery, really. Overshadowing the whole beautiful creation is a little bit of shoddiness, but generally speaking, it's going to be a lovely little roller coaster ride into about uh, 10 o'clock, something like that. It's recorded live today, Sunday, July the 30th, 2017, uh, still in the United Kingdom, where I reside for summer before returning to my haven, my bosom, my new home of Toronto. You're listening to In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. How are you? You look shashy. What's coming up? We're going to talk North Korea. We're going to talk Trump. Where have you gone? You've tuned out. Yeah, it's basically the same every week. Um, just re- replay last week's podcast, and uh, I'm sure we mentioned both those things, but then slightly more impending doom as the weeks go by. Uh, we'll also talk about a man crashing his Ferrari. He's fine, the Ferrari isn't, um, and a few other things coming up. So, yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, we'll start with North Korea. A uh, fat man with bad hair throws toys out of his pram, again. Could be either one of them. Uh, it, this time I'm talking about the toys being missiles and the pram being North Korea. And also, I think it's fair to say that Donald Trump is almost everything, but he's not entirely fat. So I'm talking about Kim Jong-un. Um, now he's been chucking missiles about. I mean, he's always chucking missiles about. I think a lot of them are cardboard, but some of them are real. And now he's chucked one just a little bit further than normal, proving that he has got a bit more of a capability than we all thought. And so the world reacted a little bit scared. Uh, Trump did his usual thing by tweeting his way out of a situation. Shocker. Uh, More on the 71-year-old baby with oversized body later. Oversized body excluding hands for a baby. Yeah. Um, But we'll talk about him later. Canada has actually weighed in on its own condemnation of the missile launch this week. Foreign Minister Christia Freeland said on Friday, the act is yet another direct violation of numerous UN Security Council resolutions further demonstrating North Korea's blatant disregard for its international obligations and reflects a broader dangerous effort to expand its destabilising influence throughout the Asia-Pacific region and farther afield. So then the CBC worked out, hang on a minute, what does this mean for us? Because obviously everyone's trying to work out how far these missiles can go. Most of Canada is in the range of the North Korean missiles, based on the test and predicted calculations that the new missiles that the uh, the little chubsters got are capable of reaching 10,400 kilometres. Now, what that means is most of Canada, but not the arguably important bit, if you like, um, because they could probably get Quebec City, but they'd miss Toronto, Ottawa and Montreal. Um, So, yeah, you could probably get Quebec City, which will upset the French a lot. And it would be a shame because I like Quebec City. It's beautiful. It'd be a a shame to lose that to a North Korean missile. So uh, if you're listening, Kim Jong-un, I don't think anyone's that bothered about Sudbury. And you can just about get that. So um, help yourself to that. Just give us a bit of notice. It's only polite. Meanwhile, in the US of A, what's going on there? Well, Sean Spicer's gone, as you know. Uh, everyone in Trump's world eventually goes within a few months. He did quite well, actually, to last six months. 
which is not bad for someone that's incompetent, illiterate and a national embarrassment. But Spicer did make Trump look good, so maybe that's how he hung in there as long as he did. He was doing quite well, actually, isn't he? When you think about it, like if everyone sort of falls by the wayside or gets fired or walks off in a stress or hides in a bush, that tends to be what happens to everyone around Trump. He's, he's doing quite well to hold on to his wife. I mean, she obviously hates him more than a child killer, but she's still there. I mean, battling his little hands out of the way wherever possible, and she certainly doesn't want to be touched by him in any way. She's hanging on in there. I'm not entirely sure what her motivation is. I wonder if it starts with M, ends with Y, and has Unny in it. Who knows? Uh, this week, uh, Donald, a man as likeable as milk to the lactose intolerant, gave a speech to the Boy Scouts. Now, if you haven't heard this, obviously you can predict that he talked about the importance of teamwork and volunteering, and he stayed on track and didn't go off on one about politics. Nope, of course not. As always, he behaved like an old man with chronic dementia talking to a mannequin about how he fought in the war. An almost unfathomable, nonsensical word salad, so utterly boring and frankly weird that the Scouts deserved a badge called listening to a narcissist talk about how special he is while the entire world collapses. That would be a good badge. That They deserve that badge. So that happened. Uh, if you want some of the best bits, uh, here is Trump doing not politics, won't do politics, definitely not the audience, to a load of Scouts at a jamboree. You want to achieve your dreams? I said, who the hell wants to speak about politics when I'm in front of the Boy Scouts? Right? We're doing a lot with energy. And very soon, Rick, we will be an energy exporter. Isn't that nice? An energy exporter. In other words, we'll be selling our energy instead of buying it from everybody all over the globe. So. That's good. And hopefully, he's going to get the votes tomorrow to start our path toward killing this horrible thing known as Obamacare that's really hurting us. So you got to get the other senators to vote for it. It's time. You know, after seven years of saying repeal and replace Obamacare, we have a chance to now do it. They better do it. Hopefully, they'll do it. The Donald talking Coltswallop, frankly, to a load of unenthused scouts that, for some reason, perhaps because they're American, decided to cheer on nearly every word he said. Uh, no apology since, of course, even though he probably should do usual style, usual stuff. A few days after that, news emerged of Captain Twitter using the Twitter blocking function regularly. Uh, because he's upset so many people and so many people hate him that, of course, he gets quite a lot of abuse, unsurprisingly. But he actually does read it, we think, because he often blocks American citizens who've made negative comments about him. Some have even taken legal action against him for being blocked, which is kind of weird. Uh, but there you are. Uh, one such user who recently experienced an executive block is Chrissy Tajan, I believe her name is. She's an American model. Forgive me if I've got her name wrong. I was too busy looking at her pictures to uh, learn how to enunciate her name. She's uh, rather gorgeous, and she also happens to be fantastically witty and fantastically uh, clever, and she also fantastically despises Donald Trump, it would appear. Um, she is one of the few models that hasn't been grabbed by the lady bits, and uh, she despises pretty much everything he's ever said. She discovered this week that the President of the United States has blocked her, it's new, the comment that got her blocked, the one that broke the camel's back, the one that the Donald just couldn't cope with was, 
lol, no one likes you. Um, which is not entirely accurate, because there are a fair few million that do. But uh, I suppose uh, it's fair to say that there's a, a fair few billion that don't. Lol, no one likes you. Uh, she's also said various other things to him in time, but that was the final thing. Um, if you look back at her former tweets that's upset him before, presumably he's read through all of these, uh, she said such things as, Mr Trump, you are a national embarrassment. It's like you have no idea how to even be fake, faking a normal human being. You are the proud type of insane. Uh, she went on to say, you are so insane that I pray every day that I'm a sim being played by aliens. Uh, she also said, every day, twice a day, at 11.11, I wish for your impeachment. And she said, uh, one of the more cutting and jabbing ones uh, I've always been fond of for her for was, hey, Mr Trump, it's been a while. I effing hate you. So that's uh, now got her blocked. And he's probably shed a few tears over that one. Meanwhile, Tommy Loren, she's a sort of American hyper-conservative political commentator. She looks a bit like a porn star. Um, smells of freedom and guns and sounds a bit like a racist. Uh, Tommy Loren this week uh, tweeted herself in favour of her man. Uh, President Trump dedicated to putting radical Muslims in graves, she said, whereas President Obama was dedicated to putting men in the ladies' room. Referring, of course, to uh, Trump's reversal on Obama's policy to allow transgender people in the forces this week. Yes, another... Wonderful move forward for the world. Anyway, President Trump dedicated to putting radical Muslims in graves, she said, whereas President Obama was dedicated to putting men in the ladies' room. Uh, to which J.K. Rowling rather bitterly and fantastically retorted, Truly, whom amongst us can forget Trump ordering the killing of bin Laden? Or Obama bragging about barging in on naked beauty contestants? Yeah, good point. Using history there, J.K. Rowling. Got a good future in her. I think she, she's a great writer. She could almost be an author if she carries on like that. Great work. Oh, well, it's all a bit of a mess. Let's move on. Oh, here's Trump contradicting Trump. It's always a bit of a laugh. I'm the only one on the stage that said we should not go into Iraq. Are you for invading Iraq? Yeah, I guess so. I'm very pro-life. I'm very pro-choice. Do you believe in punishment for abortion? Yes or no? Is a principle. There has to be some form of punishment. I am pro-choice in every respect. She has no natural talent to be president. She's very talented, and she has a husband that I also like very much. Hillary Clinton was the worst Secretary of State in the history of the United States. Hillary Clinton? How did she do as Secretary of State? Probably above and beyond everybody else. Let's say Hillary is president. I Oh. Hillary Clinton, I think, is a terrific woman. I think she really works hard, and I think she does a good job, and I like her. Donald, true or false, you've said the government should pay for everyone's health care. That's false. You've never That's said false. that. Everybody's got to be covered. Universal health care. I am going to take care of everybody. Well, who pays for it? The government's going to pay for it, but we're going to save so much money on the other side. They're here illegally. You take them, they have to go back. We have to show some compassion. Right, we just can't throw everybody out. They have so you're going to split up families? Chuck, you're going to deport children? Chuck, no, no. We're going to keep the families together. We have to keep the families together. But you're going to keep them they together have to out? Go. But they have to go. How do you throw somebody out that's lived in this country for 20 years? North Korea has nukes. Japan has a problem with that. I mean, they have a big problem with it. Maybe they would, in fact, be better off if they defend themselves from North Korea. Maybe with we nukes. would be better off. Including with nukes, yes, including with nukes. And they said, I want Japan to nuke. 
I want Japan to get nuclear weapons. Give me a break. But if you say to Japan, yes, it's fine, you get nuclear weapons, South Korea, you as well, and Saudi Arabia says we can want I, them can too. Can I be honest with you? It's going to happen anyway. So it's only a question of time. Do you identify more as a Democrat or a Republican? In many cases, I probably identify more as a Democrat. The economy does better under the Democrats than the Republicans. I don't know anything about David Duke, okay? I don't know anything about what you're even talking about with uh, white supremacy or white supremacists. What do you see as the biggest problem with the Reform Party right now? Well, you've got David Duke just joined. A bigot, a racist, a problem. I mean, this is not exactly the people you want in your party. Do you believe voters have a right to see your tax returns before they make a final decision? I don't think they do. If I decide to run for office, I'll produce my tax returns, absolutely. There have been many presidents that have not shown their tax returns. Uh, actually, every single nominee since 1976 has released right, their tax but before returns. before 1976. Honesty, Carter once said, I'll never lie to you. Would you say that? The American people? Uh, I would never lie. When I'm president, I'm a different person. I can do anything. I can be the most politically correct person that you've ever seen. I can be the most politically correct person in the world, and I can be the opposite. Donald Trump there, contradicting Donald Trump as Donald Trump does, or did, or would, or could, or should, or did, or whatever the words are. It doesn't really matter, because words don't mean anything, because nothing does! Anyway, let's move on before I bludgeon myself to death with a large bat, because politics can be a trifle depressing. When we come back, we will attempt to talk to Amanda Capito to get the lowdown on all the latest, and I will tell you about something that I did today. And it was a lot of fun. This is The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. You're listening to News Talk 1010. My name is Vinnie White. If you want to download this stuff every week and pop it into your earheads. Earheads? Head ears? Ears. That's it. Or head. The ears that are on your head. Though You know, the things that are just sort of next to your nose that are hearing me now. You, I think I might be oversimplifying it. Anyway, if you want to listen to this stuff in your ears or your head, then all you need to do is go to vinniewhite.co.uk or you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes just by typing in Vinny, V-I-N-N-E-Y. And while you're there, would you mind giving me a review? Because I just found out the other day that I don't have a lot of reviews. Also, I should go without saying, but just in case, um, I need to spell this out. Could you give me a good review? Yeah, bad reviews, I'd rather you didn't. Uh, good reviews, five stars, uh, isn't this guy great? You know, make it up, obviously. Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, so you can download that at iTunes and you can leave a review and your life will be complete. Not quite as complete as it would be if you had a canvas print of, say, your pet. You know your pet who you really love. You just don't show it anymore, do you? The only way you can really show a pet nowadays, and I asked a dog about this myself, is to blow up that pet on canvas. Not physically, that would be mental. Don't actually destroy a pet. What I'm saying is you take a photograph of the pet and then you send it to mrphotocanvas.com. What's that? mrphotocanvas.com. And then what happens is you get that pet printed out on a canvas and you and your wife, your lover, your girlfriend, your friend, your sister, yourself, or just your pet can look at it in absolute sweet admiration for all time. Yeah. Pets, a speciality at mrphotocanvas.com. Pay on pickup. It's my company. I'm not going to lie. There's no point. Um, moving on. Let's get let's get into some meat, shall we? You know what I like? 
bizarre stories, and this one does it nicely. Bottle Man lands 50 potential dates. Bottle Man lands 50 potential dates as your headline. What does it mean? I don't know. Let's find out. A man who sparked outrage for his efforts to find love by releasing thousands of messages in bottles at beauty spots across the United Kingdom has said that he has, in fact, had dozens of potential dates He has got many replies. Yes, this is about Craig Sullivan. He's 49 and he set 2,000 bottles adrift last week in the rivers of Scotland and England. Uh, There was the same message in each one. One saying, I seek a partner. Uh, With a brief description of him and his contact details. Mostly the bottles released in Scotland. Uh, I'm not sure why, because he lives in London. Maybe he likes a redhead. Maybe he wants someone that will cook for him using only a deep fat fryer. Sorry, Scotland. Had to be done. Using any of the normal channels for this sort of thing, dating sites, friends and matchmaking services, seemed clichéd, he said. He said, it somehow somehow seemed less elegant, less noble. With my intentions in mind, I knew this was the only way, to put messages in bottles and send them out to potential lovers, which I think is the posh way of saying that Tinder is a bit too predictable. Uh, He was reported to the Scottish Environment Protection Agency after releasing about 100 bottles near the River Cree, uh, sorry, into the River Cree in Scotland. Yeah, someone complained. And of course, being that he had all his contact details and being that it was all written by him, it was kind of easy to pin the tail on that donkey. So, yeah, Scottish Environment Protection Agency said, can you stop releasing bottles? You know, it's just not great for the protection of... Scottish rivers. I'm sure it's cracking for your heart, you weirdo, but please stop doing it, or something along those lines. Uh, Mr Sullivan said that his quest has attracted about 50 offers of companionship, so very successful. That's a good return, isn't it? 2,000 bottles, 50 returns, and I'm not being funny, but he's not gorgeous. Unlike us, obviously. Uh, Mr Sullivan, who runs a website consultancy firm in London, said he embarked upon his plan to release the bottles following the death of his wife uh, from breast cancer 18 months ago. He said he wanted to find someone for companionship and he's been inspired by the police song Message in a Bottle. So next week he will start his campaign to walk on the moon with a prostitute called Roxanne. Madness. Uh, A driver has lost control of his Ferrari in other news. Yes, this is more news out of the UK. Uh, A driver lost control of his 350,000 Canadian dollar Ferrari. That's a lot of cash. Is Is that how much a Ferrari is? I actually thought they were cheaper than that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't think they were cheap. But 350,000 Canadian dollars is what this Ferrari cost. And I've just had a message saying, yes, that's how much they cost. Okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> Live updates. Uh, driver lost control of his new 350,000 Ferrari and careered off... Yes, I know. And careered off a motorway before it burst into flames after owning it for just one hour. Yes, the high-performance Ferrari 430 Scuderia. Scuderia? I don't know how you pronounce it. It doesn't matter. I'll never be able to afford it. Uh, was reduced to a twisted wreck after the smash on the M1 motorway in uh, Yorkshire, England on Thursday. Police described the new car uh, as uh, airborne. Uh, (laughs) Apparently it took off the road. It's fine, by the way, because the driver walked away with just cuts and bruises. The car went 50 metres down a bank and ended up in a field where it turned into a fireball. At this point, luckily, he'd 
crawled out with just his cuts and bruises. But he said he had to wait while fire ex- fire department put it out. I love this bit though. Officers, when they were putting it out, said, "What kind of car did you have?" It's it's too difficult to say now. And he said it was a Ferrari. Detecting a sense of damaged pride, he then said, "I've only just got it. I picked it up an hour ago." So well done. I think what you need to be doing there is investing yourself in a bicycle. Hmm? How about we just downgrade that big fat ego of yours and just take it one step at a time. Start a bike, maybe with stabilisers, work your way back up to that Ferrari, uh, but not in any hurry. Know what I mean? Uh, So my heart goes out to him, but then in a way it doesn't because I'm jealous and vindictive. This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. I miss dear Canada so much, but a refreshing bundle of joy called Amanda delivers weekly treats and updates from that fine land. Hello, Amanda Capito. Hi, Vinnie White. How goes it, my buddy boy? It's great. Today I caught a beautiful Toronto FC game where it came out with a 4 nothing win, so I'm still riding that high. And you don't sound as raspy as normal. Normally, because you're a bit of a sort of avid, accidental, unpaid cheerleader, you sound very <laughs> raspy, like you've just spent about two weeks partying in Ibiza. But you actually sound quite normal now. Yes, I reined it in. I, I, I only screamed, like, with the four goals. I tried to not overdo it, just for you. I think if you'd have done what I did today, you would have lost your shizzle and screamed louder than you've ever loud screamed before i missed you i did something that would be very very you really what did you do i went to a place called london fields which is quite a big park in london and they had for one weekend only an adult playground oh my gosh i love it already it was so much fun they had oversized swings oversized seesaws oversized slides oversized ball pit castles <laughs> space hoppers do you call them space hoppers in canada you know the things you get on what's a space hopper no what is that an inflatable ball a bit like a gym ball but you get on it and you hold it by its ears and then jump up and down oh i i think i know what you're talking about i don't even know what we call it though maybe it is i don't i don't think it's a space hopper though I'm going to have to look that one up. It's kind of like a yoga ball? It's kind of like a yoga ball? It's like a yoga ball for what should be children with sort of antennae ears that you grip onto. I'll Google it. Oh, that's it. Space hopper. Let's see if... A space hopper is a rubber ball with handles that allows one to bounce up and down. It's similar to an exercise ball with handles. It allows one to sit on without falling off. The user can hop around on the toy. It's also known as a moon hopper, a skippy ball, a kangaroo ball, a bouncer, a hippity hop. What the hell's that? (laughs) (laughs) A hoppity hip, which is surely just the same thing in reverse, and a sit and bounce or hop ball. I feel like we might call it kangaroo ball. It's weird that you would call it that and not the Aussies, but fair enough. (laughs) Um, text in if you have any more names outside space hopper, moon hopper, skippity balls, skippy balls, kangaroo ball, bouncer, hippity hop, hoppity hip, sit and bounce or hop ball. Really enough. 
ownership of this and just rein it right in. <laughs> the same guy that needs to... That, I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Why don't we just have one plug everywhere? Come on. We don't need different PowerPoint settings and different bloody things to plug in the walls whenever you travel the world. Let's fix this up now. Come on. We had one CD. <laughs> we had one cassette tape. Let's just have one plug. All right? One name for a space hopper. One plug. You can be the man who does it, Vinny. I'm going to start right here, right now. It's a space hopper, and that's it. Forget your hoppity hip. Um, so anyway, I went on, <laughs> went on one of them, and um, I was there with my girlfriend, and I thought, like, when we started it, I thought, oh, it's probably going to be mild fun. I actually had a bit of a hangover. I don't know if I've had that much fun in weeks. It was absolutely fantastic. I don't know if I've had that much fun in weeks, and I've just finished travelling Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so wait, was this promoting anything, or what was the point of it? It was um, some vegan granola bar. They're rebranding, and they're quite healthy. So they threw an adult playground. It was huge as well. There's probably about 300 adults in it. And the best thing is, wow. children weren't allowed. And as we left, there was a crying child outside. <laughs> Were they selling alcohol in the nearby vicinity? Uh, well, in the nearby vicinity, I suppose. You could always get a pint anywhere in London, but um, not inside the, the gated area that was the adult playground. And also, in the days of health and safety, of course, you had to sign a waiver saying that if you did fall off a bouncy castle and hurt yourself, that you wouldn't sue them, which is fine. Fair, yeah. I think my highlight was there was a big inflatable ballpark and me and my girlfriend got in and there was already like four other adults in there like ranging okay. ages from say 25 up to about 50 and one woman just looked at me and she said i'm sorry i don't know you but i'm afraid i'm gonna throw some balls at you <laughs> which i think is the most english statement ever in the history of time and then started throwing balls at me and we just ended up having a massive ball fight with a load of random strangers i don't know if i could have that much fun again that's awesome i love are it are you a little bit jealous yeah i want to start one in toronto well, why should kids have all the fun? It's not right, is it? I love a swing, me. Yeah, and if anything, adults are the ones who need to blow up some steam. Exactly. It's a hard life. There's a lot of stresses. A lot of them are just to do with those kids. I love this. I love the swings. Mm. What about you? I'd like to get on a seesaw with you. Oh, I, I do have a good time with the seesaw, but the thing is you need someone who's of equal weight of, as you. I think I'd definitely be a bit heavier than you, wouldn't I? I don't know. We might actually be pretty close. <laughs> okay, we're that's... The, because we're the same height. We're the same height. That's true. And you're quite muscly. Like, I wouldn't mess with you. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's make that our date. Oh, speaking of dates, and you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, um, I know that this week you're on a date and you're going to see our friend James. James runs quizcoconut.ca, which is um, a sort of pub trivia night. And he does corporate entertainment. He's very good at uh, entertaining the crowds. And you went to do pub trivia with a new man. How did it go? It went well. I would just like to put this out there for the record, for the audience to know that Vinny does not clear these topics with me in advance. He just asks <laughs> me straight onto the radio. Like, <laughs> you've looked at me in now, so I'm going to have to answer. <laughs> but just I yeah. love that it's, 
you know, we just put it all out there. This is how you know we're, we're, we're laying it all out there. We're, there's I nothing do put you in quite an awkward position because I always say you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Then I give it a massive build-up, making it almost incredibly uncomfortable for you to not talk about it. I have to it. answer. I have to answer. Yeah. Mind <laughs> you, you don't have to be entirely truthful. Right. Deleting all no, names. It's and... all truthful. Yeah, no names. But it's, I'm, I can't. I'm a journalist at heart. No, there's no lies. Um, you know what? I actually thought it was a really great first date idea, like to do trivia. And especially yeah. the one that James was hosting. It was at the Stone Lion. He does it on Tuesdays. And it was fun because they give you a little break halfway through, like they do part one and part two. So it's not like I didn't get a chance to talk to the guy. We actually had some uh, opportunity to have some good banter aside from the trivia, but then also, you know, have trivia as a crutch to talk about if needed. Right? So it was yeah. a good... It's a first date idea. We we lost. We came, we came in like third last. But also it was because we we're only two people, and many people had teams. So we justified that with our two brains together, we didn't do half bad, considering that everyone else had larger groups. What about him? Was he clever enough for you? And I also felt like we were equally smart, which is great because you don't mm. want someone who's who's a lot smarter than you because then you just feel silly. And you don't want someone who's dumb because then you just are annoyed, right? You want someone who's at least equally smart as you, but maybe in different areas. So I felt like we were a good balance. I got a lot of the like 90s music trivia questions, mm. the Spice Girls trivia. <laughs> yeah, I think we both equally contributed. Will I see him again? I don't know, but it was still fun. I was glad I went. I think this is an interesting thing with the dating culture these days. Maybe this is just my own theory, but... I find that because there are so many apps and like you you are more connected to people in this world than we've ever been before, that even in my lifetime of dating, I've noticed a shift in how often people pursue a second date. Like five, 10 years ago, if someone was normal and you had a decent time and weren't insane, you likely went on a second date just to like <laughs> see how things went. Right? Definitely, yeah. Is that not the case anymore? No, because this date was a fine date. We both had such a good time, and he, we were laughing, and at the end, he was like, make sure you message me, like, good time. And we texted a bit, but there's just so many other people now that are at your fingertips with all of these apps, and who knows how many apps he's on, and how many other dates he had lined up, that, like, very rarely do people give second dates a go. you got to really hit it out of the ballpark, or be in a rut with all of your other conversations to be able to go on a second date i think second dates are, are are much harder to come by than they were five ten years ago easy i'd be open to it like maybe if he asks and then he's probably open to it if i ask but then no one really asks and then it's like uh, can i be bothered that could be mr right that could be mr capido that could be your... <laughs> he would take my last name of course good point <laughs> you're very domineering you never know maybe it's a bit of a laziness and curiosity with what else is out there and no one and then eventually so much time passes that it's like well well it's too late to go on a second date now and you are never really that invested so you've played it safe everyone's just playing it safe and then no one really goes out again i've gone on lots of one-off dates that were lovely and fine and everyone was respectful and great and but then we just and we both were like yeah let's do this again genuinely texted a little bit after and then just like no one bit the bullet to make the second ask mm. i think the internet's got a lot to answer for as well because i was speaking to a guy the other day and he said that when he goes up to girls in bars or nightclubs which for the longest time in history was the way to chat up women he right. says that he finds that they're not very receptive 
not because he's a snivelling creep. He's actually quite a reasonable bloke. But he finds that he said because everyone online dates and because that's the norm the actual concept of chatting up someone in a bar is now quite alien to the women and they don't like it and they think that why on earth would you possibly do this when we should be meeting on tinder please stop talking to me right but i don't know because i would love to meet someone in real life i think it'd be nice if someone came up to me and tried to talk to me maybe some women feel that way and yet it, maybe it feels more normal to have this online connection being made and maybe I'm different because I like talking to people and I don't mind talking to strangers especially as a journalist I had to do it all the time but I would prefer that yeah you are quite open to stuff like that also it just makes a better story in 20 years time it's going to be like it's not even going to be how did you meet it's going to be what site did you use then and then yeah. occasionally someone's going to go actually we met in a disabled toilet at a rave and it was amazing in real life, is that possible? You know, it's almost it's almost like those days are behind us. It seems very unlikely. My friend just told me today that she had a guy buy her a drink and, like, send it across the bar. Like, the bartender brought her saying it's from him. I have not heard that happen to anyone I know in years. A little hint for you if you're in London, and I know that you and I are going to meet up in London in August. Um, there's a great bar to pick up, fellas. It's full of taxidermied animals who haven't been taxidermied by the bar. They've been bought by the bar, so arguably a bit nicer because they've already been taxidermied. So there's a stuffed lion, there's a stuffed ostrich, there's a stuffed panther, there's a stuffed badger. Pretty much every animal you can imagine. It's like Noah's Ark, but strip half of the animals away and kill them all and stuff them it's a bit like it's a twisted noah's ark it's called the museum of curiosity there's a lot to chat about in there so i was in there the other night and i was on my own just having a drink and i am a dating man so i'm not in the capable position of picking up the ladies but as an opener goes because there was one girl on the other side of a stuffed lion and i said isn't it weird that there's a lion between us now that's a good opener it is a good opener but i also don't think you need taxidermy animals to talk to women <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm saying that they help. If you if you went into a bar with a stuffed raven this weekend, guaranteed that you'd have three times more men talking to you. I'm saying what you need is a stuffed animal. So you'll have to bring a stuffed raven into the bar. Like it? I guess I'll try it. I'm just a guinea pig now for all your theories of what's going to help my dating life. So <laughs> let's incorporate some stuffed animals, why don't we? This week, stuffed animals. Next week, a space hopper. You have to spend your entire <laughs> life for the next week jumping up and down going into bars men would like that because they'd see all sorts of wobbly things happen what about beer fest i know you went to beer fest this weekend were there any good looking fellas there beer fest is always a good time and you actually that is one place where you tend to talk to a lot of people and meet people yeah. but a lot of people are not are not from toronto people travel in for beer fest so not the most convenient place to meet someone if you want to continue seeing them on a regular basis. I had a weird experience. Actually, it was a dating experience at a beer festival. I went to one in Van Cleek Hill, Ottawa, to the, okay. where they brew bows. You know bows? Yeah. It's great beer. And um, it was a fantastic festival. It was completely and utterly disorganized. They had no idea how many people would turn up. And it was far, far more uh, of a success than they thought. So... Uh, they had enough beer because it was a brewery, but they ran out of food, which meant that everyone was incredibly drunk because they didn't have any food in them. They didn't run out of food. They had a lot of great vendors. One of them was like mac and cheese pulled pork in a chimney stack bun. It was delicious. 
that's enough for hernia and a heart attack at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> Perfect when you've had a couple beers in you, so I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fun, and they had, and they also had a booth that was ripping off U.S. politics, which I found entertaining. They had a fake news beer, and they also had a make beer great again hat that they were selling. Good stuff. Excellent. <laughs> you know Donald Trump doesn't drink. I, I always think that's probably where it's all gone wrong. Because he's mad okay. enough without it. Maybe it'll actually fix him up if he has a few. You should write him and let him know that. Just tweet at him and uh, I'm sure he'll get the message. He'll be offended. That's the way he rolls. <laughs> nice chatting to you. I'm glad you had a good week. And thank you for putting up with me, putting you on the spot. That's okay. Anytime, my friend. Big love and catch you soon. Talk to you next week. <laughs> This is the Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. You're listening to Vinny White on News Talk 1010, available at 1010 AM or News Talk, News, News Talk, News Talk 1010.com or uh, iHeartRadio or you can get this as a podcast or you could break into a radio shop. Really not necessary nowadays. They're ever so cheap, but if you have to. Uh, and then tune in via sticking your head through the window and just listening yeah I, I, that's probably the last thing you should do but you know if times are hard and you need a hit of quality talk radio including the insatiable jerry agar the fantastic jim richards and the damn right knowledgeable john moore then that's what you need to do news talk 1010 is the way forward i say that because i work for it but i also think it's a fantastically good station and when i miss canada which is a lot because i'm currently in the uk for summer i tune in and uh, I hear all the rants about that bloody duck. Let it go. Let it go. Yes, it was expensive. <sighs> I know. I know. It's it's like it was $10 billion, that duck. The amount of reaction is like, which I think it was, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go, let the duck go, etc. Uh, actually, I'm going to move on rather beautifully. Uh, I have absolutely no link to this, um, but I'm going to move on to language. Stephen Fry once said, Language is my whore, my mistress, my wife, my pen friend, my checkout girl. Language is a complimentary, moist, lemon-scented cleansing square or handy freshen-up wipette. I don't know what he was talking about either, but he's very clever. I think what he was saying is that language is fantastic, and that is why today I'm giving you the opportunity to learn even more of it. There has been a vote, it's on the internet, the internet knows everything, and it's definitely democratic, and definitely not full of nutters, so it must be right. It's come up with the four most favourite words in the English language. These are real words, I have to admit that I didn't know any of them, so I'm still not quite sure how this campaign on the internet went being that i don't think i know anyone that knows any of these words but somehow they're the most popular words in the english language so work that one out if you can i smell a good waft of the old bs but never mind four words are coming your way that you probably didn't know about and now you can wedge them into your modern day everyday lexicon and no one will know what you're talking about but i will uh, the first one, as voted for by the internet, one of the most uh, fantastic words in the English language, snickersnee. Snickersnee. Snickersnee apparently comes from the Dutch phrase stecken, or snedgen, which is to thrust or cut. Over time, snick and snee, or snick or snee, 
and Snickersnee has now followed. So, in other words, if you um, are jousting, no, not jousting, fencing, sorry, because you need something sharp, um, then you may end up cutting someone, and that would be a Snickersnee, which obviously, it, having just cut someone, the, definitely the first thing they want to hear is, sorry for the Snickersnee. Um, so, yeah, you'll probably never use it, but there it is. Uh, the third most popular word in the English language for uh, comedy value is taradiddle, or it might be taradiddle, um, but being that you'll never use it, it doesn't really matter. It actually is quite a good word, though. It means pretentious nonsense. So you could say, oh, I don't mind going to Kensington Market, but it is full of absolute hipsters, complete and utter taradiddle, pretentious nonsense. We haven't got time to listen to that taradiddle. Or you could even say, I don't want any more of your taradiddles. Pretentious nonsense, should you want it. Uh, moving on, the uh, one of the most popular words uh, for comedy gold, according to the internet, is real word. Honestly, this is true. Cattywampus. Cattywampus. Which means askew or awry. Kitty corner. Cattywampus. So you could say downtown Denver sits cattywampus to the rest of the city. No one will understand you, but you could technically say that. Finally, a new word for you, and you can take this away and use it in the office this week or in the work site this week, uh, or just to your own general happiness when you're driving along, uh, is bumfuzzle. It's a real word. I love it. Bumfuzzle. Bumfuzzle. Put together, what have you got? Bumfuzzle. Which sounds to me like the sort of things that you might find in a well, I don't want to be too graphic but you know what I mean it sounds like you might find a hairy bum would be called bum fuzzle but apparently it's not it's uh, bum fuzzle to confuse perplex or fluster Trump sure did bum fuzzle those scouts with his long winded ramblings bum fuzzle you are welcome absolutely pointless and uh, you'll never use them but uh, I suppose you could try and put them all together. The other day, I nearly got in a terrible accident. I snickersneed someone because he was talking taradiddle. And then when I left to go down to the hospital, which, by the way, is cattywampus to the rest of the city, I was very bum-fuzzled by the woman on the uh, counter because she wasn't very clear at all. I mean, you could say that. You could. You could. But, uh, again, you might as well speak Greek underwater, drunk, backwards. Well, thank you for listening to this bum fuzzle this week. It's been an absolute pleasure to serve it up as always. My name is Vinnie White. You can download the podcast at vinniewhite.co.uk. Weird spelling, V-I-N-N-E-Y. You can find me on iHeartRadio and you can read much more interesting things at newstalk1010.com. Thank you for listening to this bum fuzzle while you sat cattywampus to your radio. Uh, I'm pretty confident that none of it's been taradiddle. Uh, but if it has, then you're welcome to attempt to snickersnee-me. Snickersnee-me. I don't know. This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio. News Talk 1010.